your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. The Cardinals open a series with the Atlanta Braves tonight at the ballpark. And, of course, you'll hear that one on the Cardinal Radio Network with Mike Claiborne and John Rooney and Rick Horton. And Mike Shannon may or may not be there for this one. But Mike Claiborne is with us right now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN, as he is every week. Michael, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How about you guys? Everything's good. Hey, I want to start with this because you've been close with Mike Shannon for many years. How much fun has it been for you to go through this uh, 50th and final year of his broadcasting career? It's been a blast uh, because, you know, he's got that unique memory about things and he'll bring up something that happened, you know, 50 years ago. And the thing with him, Randy, and you know him well enough to know that when he tells you a story, it doesn't change. It's the same story. Uh, you know, some people will embellish a story and make it sound like it was better. No, it's the same with Mike. Mm-hmm. And just to hear him talk about players and people he's seen in the past and just some of the people he's known off the field, uh, I, I'm I'm having a ball with it. I really am. It, cool. It's been fun. That's, that's awesome, Claves. Well, we, of course, want to get your reaction to the Cardinals' moves at the trade deadline. What do you expect out of John Lester and Jay Happ? What sort of contributions do you think they're going to make to this Cardinals team? It's a good question. I think I'm looking at these guys, if they can go through the water twice unscathed or with, with little damage, I think that's the, the, the most we can hope for. And I think the reason why it works in this situation, you know, there's an off day once a week for the rest of the month of August. All right. So your bullpen shouldn't get chewed up too much. You know, it's not like they're going to be in the middle of a 17 game road trip or, or 17 games in a row or any of that. They have a chance to really monitor guys and their rest. So, you know, if they can go through the order twice, maybe three times, you know, without getting killed, I, I think it gives them a chance. Klaibs, I mean, they know how to pitch. There, there's no doubt they know how to pitch. Now, can they still execute, I think, is the question. Yeah. When Ted Simmons was a general manager of the Pirates, I, I talked to him a lot about his moves and – I thought it was really interesting and smart the way he would try to protect his young players. And this is like Bonds and Bonilla. And he went out and signed Lonnie Smith and some other veteran outfielders just in case those guys needed to go back to the minors. And I look at these deals as much as protection for people like Oviedo and Woodford as they are to help this team right now. I couldn't agree with you more, Randy. I, I think when as we watched Oviedo and Woodford, we realized they have talent but they're not there yet. And to keep running them out to develop bad habits or really ruin their psyche isn't going to do anybody any good. So I really think that for them, go to the minors. We'll see you next year in spring training. Oh, by the way, you'll be down the hall. You won't be at the big league clubhouse. You'll be down the hall with the minor leaguers and work your way back 
in a comfortable position where you don't feel rushed and you don't feel the pressure of, all right, you got to go out there and, and throw a three-hitter. Uh, you know, they, they're young, and you don't want to develop bad habits at that stage. And I, I want to correct myself. Ted took over as GM. It was the group of youngsters after Bonds and Bonilla. It wasn't protecting Bonds and Bonilla. They didn't need an awful lot. I also <laughs> want to talk, though. Uh, yeah, those guys were, were doing fine. Uh, <laughs> Mo was on with us yesterday. I asked, what's the best-case scenario for your club? And he said, well, you hope you get in, can get into a wild-card game. And Michelle and I had this conversation earlier. You're in a wild-card game with a healthy Jack Flaherty and Wainwright. You're going against the Dodgers in LA. Who do you like in that game? Who do you want to, who's your starting pitcher? Well, you know what? I'm going to go with what Flaherty has shown in the past. He's got to be one of those guys for sure. Uh, and then I got to look at matchups. I got to look and see who is, who gives me the best chance and who's had the best history against some of their middle order guys. And I think you have to look at it that way. I mean, there's just too much information out there now not to be able to make a competent decision on who is going to give you the best chance. Not the record, not anything they've done, but who gets people out. And and I think in that situation, you just, you know, you take your chances. Because here's the thing. When you have that wild card, everybody feels the pressure. Every at-bat, every pitch is magnified even more. And if you get a guy that's squeezing the bat a little too tight or a guy who's holding on to the ball too long, who knows what can happen because we've seen how this whole wild card thing works because the, the darndest things can happen. And the next thing you know, a good team could be watching the rest of the postseason on TV. Clay, since we're putting our hopes into maybe watching the Cardinals squeak into a one game wild card playoff scenario, there's been a lot of talk about the future, about looking forward to 2022. Do you envision Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina both being back with the Cardinals next season? Uh, you know, I go back and forth on that all the time. You know, you want to see guys finish their career on a positive note, all right? You don't want to see guys stumbling around. You don't want to see a guy saying, man, I can't wait for the season to be over with so we don't have to see this anymore. Uh, but you know what? They give you a chance. I think their role might be different. You know, I'm not sure if Adam Wainwright's a 30-star guy. I don't know if Yadier Molina is a 130-game catcher. But, you know, they have value. I think the question is, uh, I think the question is this: Are these guys uh, in a position where is there somebody better than them right now? I think that's the question: Is somebody better than them? And we don't know if Kisner is that guy. We don't know if Oviedo or Woodford is that guy. So until somebody really steps up and wrests away those positions, I think we have to count on them to at least give us a start. Well, Clibs, if you're the Cardinals, you need to play Kisner more to find out if he is that True. guy. Do you see that being a scenario that Yadier Molina would accept or that the Cardinals would uh, implore him to accept if he comes back next season? Well, yeah, you know what? They're going to have to have a heart-to-heart talk here, okay? I mean, you know, you, you got to put this situation down and say, hey, look, this is what we need for the future. And – you know, maybe I even says, well, maybe I'm not a 130-game guy or 140-game guy, you know, but I still have something I can contribute. So I, I think it's got to be a heart-to-heart, honest talk because you want him to finish his career as a Cardinal, okay? You you really want to do that. But you got to be realistic about what's real and what's best for the team. Hey, what's your favorite part of the Olympics been so far? Uh, the track and field. You know, I, I have a good friend of mine who was an Olympian, and she's connected with Lusada, and she predicted uh, 
uh, gosh, it had to be a month or two ago. She said the Jamaican women are going to destroy anybody who steps on the track. <laughs> and uh, she's been spot on with regard to that. Uh, but, you know, the other sports, you know, you, you don't see a lot uh, with, with track and field. That's one of the events. You know, the swimming has been fun. Um, anything that doesn't involve a judge, I enjoy watching. And that's <laughs> they have a score. Did, yeah, because, you know, the gymnastics thing, you know, somebody else is deciding the fate of the athlete, okay? In boxing, you know, you can. Just, uh, there's a judge in boxing, but if you knock a guy out, then we don't need a judge. So there's a lot of ways you look at it. So that's what I'm enjoying so far. But this is my this is the fun week with everything going on with regard to boxing, swimming. That's winding down and certainly track and field. And claims and, and checkers isn't checkers in isn't that a competition now? Checkers, yeah. I mean, that's I have I have morphed from badminton to checkers. Yeah, I mean here's the thing: we now have backyard sports that are now Olympic competition. Okay. I mean, jarts will be out there, you know, pretty soon. So, I mean, it, it's, it's amusing. And I guess the fact is if the Olympic committee can find people who are willing to throw money into it and buy themselves a, a seat at that table, then I guess that's how it works. So we need to come up with something, you know, maybe like, you know, uh, some, you know, jacks or something and make, make that a competition. Claves, I was watching skateboarding, and there was like a 45-year-old Canadian skateboarder who fell eight times. <laughs> and then he'd just get up and start running real fast with the skateboard in his hands. <laughs> you know what? I'll I tell you something. That sounds like that's something you and I could do, Randy, because I know we could fall down at least that many times. <laughs> yeah, we can. Hey, what, what, what do you got going on at ClavesOnline.com? Well, you know, with this being Hall of Fame week in the NFL, we're going to visit with Howard Richards and talk with him about uh, the NFL and, you know, training camps starting up and just his experience. You know, he was a former first-round pick, and he's seen a lot and done a lot over the course of his career. So we'll have a chance to catch up with him. And uh, we always look to have one one surprise up our sleeve. So we'll hopefully – we're working on something I think people will really like, and maybe we can make that announcement tomorrow. All right. We're looking forward to it. Always good to hear your voice. And we'll be tuned into the broadcast tonight, Cards and Braves. All right, gang, you guys have a great week. Talk to you later. You too, Michael. See you later. That is our friend Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.